and welcome to the Victorious Living Christian Counseling Podcast. My name is Crystal Rivlin, and I am a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Indiana, and I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Texas and in the state of Missouri. Um, at first, I want to apologize for the um, long duration between my last podcast and this one. There has been a family emergency that I have had to take care of. Um, we were, my daughter was in the hospital for a week and, um, I been still taking care of her health issues and trying to balance that between keeping a practice as well. And so I am just now getting to where I can sit down and make a podcast. So that's good news. That means that she's healing. Um, I am going to share her story, um, in time and hopefully, I'm going to work on getting her ready to help me with that. Um, but it's not going to come today because I think I need some more time to prepare for that. Um, but today's topic, well, I will go ahead and ask you to go and pray for my daughter because she is still recovering and um, there's still a lot of doctor's appointments and some blood tests and medication that she's taking to heal um, so if you could just keep my daughter in your prayers, the Lord knows who she is and her sweetheart and also our family, as this has been a real challenge for us. Um, and so that would be very much appreciated. We've had lots of people praying since all this began, but it is always appreciated to have more and more people praying on our behalf. So thank you for that. Um, today's topic, I'm actually going to just talk about what's going on in our world, in our nation, on our Facebook account, our social media, even in our families and with our friends. There is mass hysteria, which is out of like fear. It's just all out of fear. Um, it's been really upsetting for me every time I go on Facebook or even like I don't watch the news a whole lot because it's just all fear-based um, and negative but when I do happen to see it it's just this fear agenda and then I see all this mm, like division and discord um, it just makes me sad it just is making me so sad one because I'm seeing that People are living in fear, which I understand. We're living through a pandemic. Friends, I have never underestimated the severity of COVID, nor will I ever do that. It's very serious. It's now impacting our kids. This Delta variant is no joke. I had it recently, like in May, and it was rough. Um, so, but there's all this discord over things like a mask and things like the vaccine and the little understanding of people on that maybe aren't where another person is. And um, I can understand both sides. In fact, as a counselor, I have to remain neutral on this issue. I can't force people to take my opinion. In fact, if I tried to do that, I would be a pretty bad counselor and I would just not really be able to help anybody right? But what I'm seeing is there is a fear agenda and it is being pushed and it's being fueled and it's creating mass discord, even hatred 
recently in the paper, it's been said, I've seen it and I've heard people talking about this, this idea where there's people who are actually saying, if somebody doesn't wear their mask, they deserve to die. I'm like, whoa, hold up. Like, that is not God's will at all for somebody to die because they're not doing something like wearing a mask. Like, the whole situation's really, really sad. And and I'm not here to push any agenda. So let I want to make sure you guys know that my heart, I understand the need for the mask. And I also understand the trauma and the difficulty that the mask can cause to people. I'm in a place where I can see both sides. I've seen people really struggling with with both sides in my office. And so I'm completely empathetic and understanding of where people are. But one thing I've seen is just this like this this fear that has overtaken our nation. And it's creating like so much tension to a point like the last time I watched the news, there was a literal fight, a protest, which turned into a fight between one side who wants people to wear a mask and the other side, people who don't want them to wear a mask. Like, this is crazy. Never would any of us have guessed that when everything started to shut down and this thing called COVID started to take place, that our nation would be where it is today. And so what I'm going to use this podcast time as, and friends, I sure hope this doesn't upset anybody. That is not my intention. It is my intention to share my heart about what I'm seeing this entire thing do to mankind, the way that it's creating division and hatred and tension and breaking churches apart, breaking families apart, severing friendships. I've had people sending me article after article after article trying to push some agenda on Facebook Messenger that I'm like, I'm not reading these articles because one, I don't have time to read every article that comes across my path. Two, I don't have the mental or emotional ability to hold all of this information that's coming. And so I'm having to take a really, um, especially with my daughter being sick right now, like I am already overloaded, I'm stressed, um, and I've been having to go to the feet of Jesus every single day and just laying my fear at his feet. What I'm seeing, friends, is this. People are afraid. They're really afraid. In fact, because of what happened to my daughter, trust me, and I'm going to tell you this story soon, but I'm afraid. I have gone to God so many times in the last several weeks in tears because I don't know what the future holds. And I'm fearful of everything that I'm hearing on the news about the hospitals being filled. And um, it's very, very, very scary. And even the people who say they're not scared, the people that are in the, oh, it's just a virus thing, trust me. I've seen everybody and everybody's scared. They may not be scared of the virus, but they're scared of what's happening in our culture. So regardless, there is a huge amount of fear that is being fueled and pushed 
And there are two things that sell more than anything else in the media, on TV, on the radio, on the billboards. The first thing is sex. Sex sells. And that's what's pushing a lot of this stuff that we're finding as well. Like there's a whole, that's a whole nother discussion. But the second thing is fear. And fear sells more than anything else because everybody's, um, nobody's immune to fear. Nobody's immune to COVID. We're finding that across the board. I have two friends who were vaccine. They just had the vaccine and they both are married and they got COVID. I'm not saying anything about the vaccine. I'm just saying what we're realizing is the vaccine's helping, but it's not eradicating the problem. And so none of us are immune to getting ill. None of our children are immune to getting illness due to COVID. And so there is a lot of fear. But here's one thing I want to remind you of that Trust me, and I found this out. God has revealed this to me. When there was a moment when my daughter was so sick and I was so scared that I thought that God, that she may actually not be with me in the future. And I couldn't even fathom that. But I was so afraid, right? So like fear is a real thing and we feel it. But what it tends to do is make us um, very self-focused. When we feel afraid, our natural inclination is to move into control role, right? And this is what I see in my office for as long as I've been a counselor. Usually when somebody's being controlling, it's rooted all the time, actually. It's always rooted in fear of some sort. Fear of not being good enough, fear of um, losing somebody we love, fear of watching our kids make mistakes, fear of losing a spouse, fear of losing a friend, fear of not like you, you fill in the blank, but there's so much fear. But right now what's happening is the fear that we're all feeling instead of taking it to the cross. And trust me, every morning I get up and I'm afraid. I didn't want to send my daughter to school because I was so afraid. And I can't tell you how many times throughout that day I fought tears pretty much all day. And she came back as happy as could be. But the fact was, I was afraid. Because fear is really, really, um, it can really um, shut us down. It can make us selfish. And we forget about everybody else around us. And all we can see is we want everybody to do what we're doing because that's the right way, regardless of what it is. And so it's creating mass chaos across our nation. And here's what's making me the most sad. It is impacting the Christian community. Friends, if the Christian community is against the Christian community, There's no foundation for peace or calm or unity. Our unity as a Christian body has been trampled on. And there's so much divisiveness. I've heard a friend who recently said her church split. This was before the Delta variant and her church split over the mask. 
some people wanting to wear the mask, some people not wanting to wear the mask. And so what I'm trying to do is like call this out today and say, people, we have to trust God. We have to take that fear that we're feeling to God because what we're doing is we're not properly handling the fear that we feel. And trust me, I understand because I feel it too. And I know everybody around us is feeling afraid. We, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. We don't know who in our family is going to get it and how they're going to respond. So trust me, I, I completely understand the fear. But what's happening is the fear is pushing us away from the people that we love. It's pushing us away from being able to, to be disciples for Jesus. Because we're so determined to make people see things the way that we see them and to do the things that we think that they need to do because it's what we think. That's not God's way. And the only sure hope that we have in this world is Christ. And the only thing that's going to hold us up is our relationship with Christ and our relationship with others. And we need to step back. And we need to think, am I projecting my fear onto others because I am not really taking it to the foot of the cross? And that's what I've seen as I've watched Facebook, as I've seen people um, send me like article after article after article because all they're doing is researching, 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 researching. And I get it. We need to be in the know. We need to be informed. But people were obsessing. And we're not thinking about things. You know, it came to a point where I almost lost my daughter. And I had to sit there with that. And I had to think about how quickly the people we love can be just taken from us. And I don't want to spend my time researching every article and getting myself all worked up and anxious and then being grumpy with my kids, not being able to like have a decent relationship with my husband because I am so full of angst that I have no peace or being so scared to even meet up with my friends because I'm afraid of getting sick. This is like creating so much fear. And what we need to do is we need to come together. We need to pray. We need to be understanding. We need to ask God to help us understand where each other is coming from. And again, I'm, I'm neutral. And you know what? Some people don't like that I'm neutral. They want me to take a side. But that's not going to help our world. It's not. And it's not going to help me. And I have my viewpoints, but I don't push those on other people because I don't want people to not feel safe to come to me when they're hurting, when they're suicidal, when their heart's been broken, when they're faced with, hey, I have a loved one who's very sick and I may lose them. I want them to feel that they can come to me and receive Christian encouragement and love, regardless of all these other things that are on the board right now. So as I was thinking about this today, um, I came across some um, verses that I thought really helped, has been helping me. Um, endured like just the last few weeks of you know feeling a lot of fear and the first one is psalm 55 22 and it says cast your burden on the lord and he will sustain you 
Wow. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. How different would our world be if we felt this fear and instead of running to Facebook or instead of running to Instagram or instead of, you know, doing all these things and running to Google to search all these different articles about all these things that are due to COVID, how different would we be if we went to God every morning with our fear, every afternoon when we started to feel afraid of sending our kids to school, every evening when we're really struggling to even feel tired because we're so anxious, and we just openly say, God, I'm afraid, and I'm scared, and this pandemic has shaken my world, and we took it to him and we allowed him to calm us in the midst of the storm. And we allowed him to remind us that he's in control. Friends, God is still in control. He hasn't left us. He's not taken by surprise by this virus at all. He knows the outcome. He knows every detail about it. And that gives me assurance because I can rest in him when my soul is so full of angst. I can run to him for peace. I don't need to run to Google or to Facebook. I don't need to convince somebody that their stance is wrong for me to feel peace inside of my spirit. And so I want to encourage you this week, before you go to Facebook, before you go confront that friend, that you sit before the Lord, you open your Bible, you listen to some quiet. I listen to instrumental instrumental worship because it helps me focus but it doesn't distract from my ability to read whatever it is that God, so there's no words. It's just the soft music. And friends, that's what we need to do. Instead of projecting all of this fear that we're not checking at the cross, that we're just like, that's when God says that anxiety becomes a sin when it overtakes us. When we fail to check it at the cross, we fail to take it to God. And say, Lord, I'm afraid. Lord, remind me that you're in control. Show me that you love me. Show me that you love my family members, that you love my friends. Show me that you are bigger than this virus because God is bigger than this virus. There are good things that's coming out of this virus too. And things I'm seeing people coming to the Lord in a way I've never seen them before because they're scared and they need something to sustain them and to hold them. So cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. So I want to challenge you this week. If you're feeling anxious, don't run to Facebook. Don't run to Instagram. Don't even run to call up a friend. First, Sit down with a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, whatever it is that you like to drink and get into the word and really pray. Weep. That's when we meet with God. That's when he calms our spirit. So that's the first verse I wanted to share with you. The second one is 1 John 4.18. And it says, there is no fear in love. Let me repeat that. There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Friends, 
Perfect love casts out fear. So what we're doing is actually just bringing more and more and more and more fear rather than taking it to Jesus and saying, God, I'm scared. Give me wisdom. We're all operating out of this control instinct, out of our flesh, and we're running and we're actually making this problem even bigger. So friends, if your heart is scared, and if you've lost somebody to COVID that you love, I am so sorry. I almost lost my daughter due to something called MSIC that is affecting kids, causes their organs to get inflamed. I'm going to tell this story in time. But I know what you're feeling. I know that fear of losing somebody you love or potentially losing somebody you love because of COVID. I know that it's scary. And so I want you to know that I understand and I am so sorry, but I also want you to understand that the only thing that has kept me standing and being able to face every day is because instead of running to Google, Instead of running to Facebook, I ran to Jesus. That's what we need to do. We need to be in the know. We need to be aware. But we need to know God more than anything right now. We need to focus so much on him. And we need to love people because perfect love casts out fear. When I turned on the news and saw mask haters fighting mask lovers, I'm like, oh my gosh, like literally there was a fight, a protest that led to physical fighting over a mask. That is not perfect love. In fact, it's fear at its finest and it's creating hatred and it's creating discord. And friends, I hope that you you do what you need to do to start helping me to bring awareness of what's really going on. All of this mass hysteria is just fear being projected onto other people. Do you know that's what we do as people? Let's say you come home, you had a bad day at work, and the dog gets in your way. You ever heard it's called kick the dog? And no, I'm not condoning kicking the dog because I think that's terrible and we love our dog and we never kick him. But there's that term, we kick the dog, because why we've had a bad day dog didn't do anything, right? We're projecting our frustration onto the people around us, okay? And that's what we're doing with fear. We're projecting the fear onto other people because there's something that's like, I can't handle it, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to like, we don't consciously do this. Most of us don't. It's an unconscious thing. I I find it all the time in my office. When I tell people, you're projecting your hurt onto this person. You've been hurt, so now you're responding in anger, right? So let's recognize when we're tempted to project our fear onto other people because it's doing tremendous damage, okay? So there is no fear in love. That's what I want you to remember. There's no fear in love. God has his word outlined for us, and it's so beautiful, but it it really takes discipline because trust me, when my daughter's heart rate was going up and I was scared and 
I didn't know if this was normal. I didn't know. My flesh wants to stay there. It wants to be like, okay, I'm going to not let you out of my sight. I'm going to not let you go to school. I'm not going to let you. That's what we tend to want to do when we're afraid. And yet that ain't going to help her. It's not going to help our relationship. It's not going to help her to have joy in the midst of a trial. And so I have to check my fear at the foot of the cross. I have to bring it to God. Okay. And finally, I want to leave you with this story. A few weeks ago, my husband and I began to have this little tiff. I don't even remember what it was about. That's usually what it is with marital spats. We usually don't remember what they were about. But I remember we were both starting to get frustrated with each other. And um, we needed some milk. And so he left kind of mad to go get some milk. Um, So as he was gone, I was like, okay, I'm just going to read my Bible, even though I was upset and wasn't really in the mood for it. And so I opened, I've been reading through the Proverbs every day. And the proverb that I was reading that day was Proverbs 15. And the first, so it's 15.1, and it says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise adorns knowledge, but the mouth of the fool gushes folly. Wow. And as I read that, God was like, hmm, maybe you could have responded differently. So then he came back and he sat down and we both were having our coffee and we weren't really talking. And then he opened his Bible because he saw that I was reading my Bible. And so then I said, hey, guess what the first verse I read was? And I told him, and you know what? The entire disagreement, the tension dissipated. The power of God's word is amazing. It says that it's sharper, right? That the word of God is sharper than any blade and it pierces right to our heart when we need it. And so what I want you to do this week is I want you to get into the word. When you're tempted to go Google or, you know, you're tempted to open up Facebook or whatever news source it is, turn on the TV, turn off the TV for a little bit. I don't even watch the news unless I'm out because occasionally I'll click on something on Facebook, but enough to be in the know, not enough to make myself crazy (laughs) because I literally can drive myself to a place of complete stress. Okay. So friends, I think that we're all doing an amazing job. We're doing the best we can in the midst of a really, really difficult situation. And most of us have lost somebody that we know and love to COVID. And if we haven't lost somebody, we know somebody or have ourselves been really sick and impacted by it. But every single one of us are impacted by the, um, the pandemic that we're living in. Okay. I mean, I can't even tell you how many teenagers, children, adults that I'm seeing who are just really struggling with depression and anxiety because of the times that we're living in. But I do want to remind you that God is a God of hope and we need to take our focus off of everything around us at least several times a day and pause and look to God. And we need to check that fear at the foot of the cross and allow God to give us peace. He will. 
He will give us, the Bible says, that we are called to bring our anxiety to him and he will give us a peace that surpasses all understanding and all our ways were to acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. So do not be anxious about anything, but in everything in the midst of a pandemic, when you're faced with losing a loved one, when you're sick and can't breathe, when you have conflict with someone that you care about, we are to, to all these things. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Friends, when's the last time you've had a real peace? When's the last time that you've gone to bed not feeling tight or tense or angst or stressed? When's the last time you just went to the cross, went to God and cried and said, Lord, I'm scared and just lay that burden down. Cast all your cares upon the Lord for he cares for you. And so that's the message I want to give you today in the midst of this crazy, hostile, scary time, okay? If you need anything, reach out to a Christian counselor. There are some really good ones. Don't carry the burden alone. And friends, let's stop projecting our fear onto other people. And let's take it to the foot of the cross where the Bible tells us over and over and over again to take it. Because God can handle it. Our friends cannot. Blessings. Bye, guys.